I'm getting old because I'm actually considering this. That's what I mean. Um, See? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it is technically, but like, I still wouldn't do it. Is that one of those things where you're like, I would, but like, in reality, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't actually sit there on the phone and be like, mm, yes, it's at this address. Mm, I feel mm, like mm -hmm. they'd have to be like bothering me extensively for me to be like, all right, you guys are fucking idiots. It's three in the morning. On like a Tuesday. I'm not talking. Yeah, I'm not talking like snitching on a regular party at normal times. I'm talking like if you were walking, if you were like driving past a house like on a Saturday night, and you saw like 40 college kids like fucking all hanging out and shit right now. Like especially like right now, like hitting almost a thousand cases a day in this province. Like, would it be? Wouldn't it be the right thing to do to be like, yeah, I called it in. Like not to be that guy, but like I, I, yeah, to be that guy. Like because you guys are out of your fucking mind. Not like, it's noisy, and it, I wanted to get up tomorrow. I'm talking like, at this time, <laughs> yeah. under these circumstances, if you see something, like, if I had... know if someone brought it up to me or if i read it somewhere anyway long story short i've kind of adopted this but and my girlfriend does too and that, that's that people that speak another language that come up to you that speak in broken english yeah like we make fun of them for shitty english but they know more language than i do they speak their own yeah. language fluently yeah how many languages speak can some you of speak? mine yeah. enough that they can like ask me a question that i can kind of be like fuck this is a little difficult to deal with but shit yeah. like i can understand what you're trying to get at yeah Okay. No, I'm kidding. All right. Episode three, fucking a podcast, September twenty eighth, twenty twenty. It's seven oh five. I'm Matt. This is Dan. Hey, buddy. What's on, brother? How oh, you, doing? you know, dispatches from the end of the world over here. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode three of the fucking a podcast. I am thrilled that we are continuing to do this. The number one podcast in Canada, starring two white men between the ages of twenty eight and thirty who record on Monday nights after 7 p.m. Uh, number one in Large that category. Demographic. Exactly. Large demographic. It's, it's like an obscure sports statistic. We have an achievement. It's just very, very specific. And when you have it, you got to flex it. Exactly. Exactly. You got you to show off what you got. You know, a couple of short guys like us, we know how to, we know how to appreciate our own uh, positive traits. You could believe say. in yourself and believe in your wealth. That's right. Hashtag blessed. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, as we, as we get the show going, uh, to anybody who is listening, all three of you, I hope that anybody uh, who's out there is following us on Twitter. That's at fucking a podcast. And also on Instagram, same thing, at fucking a podcast. Same handles, guys. Same handles. Exactly. Same handles as always. We've got, we got the dopest handles here. Now, uh, oh, also, you know it. We, we also are still on our drive. Our, our pledge drive for votes for the podcast magazine's Hot 50 
top podcast list, please write us in as your submission. That's fucking A, F-U-C-K-I-N-E-H-Y, because they deserve to know about us. Everybody deserves to know about us. And we can only do it with your help. I got a, we got a lot to say. We got a lot to share. And we got a lot of lists to be number one on. So and let's I, make it again, happen. really want to upset people by putting fuck on a published magazine list because you know i'm all about i'm all about reducing the censorship of of curse Bro, words you gotta think bigger we gotta go for like the scholastic list you know what i'm saying <laughs> like <laughs> we gotta have kids pulling out their lunch money to come read my shit that's right my shit. that's right this is just step one on a long journey to a a massive media empire which is uh going to include as as you just said uh, a wide collection of children's books which will Normalize, <laughs> normalize swearing to children at a young age because let's face it, it's everywhere. What do you, what can you do about it? You gotta you gotta. Hey, question for you. Question for you. Do you remember the first time you swore? Oh, okay. I remember. Yes. Oh, okay. I remember. You do. See, you do exactly. Aha. No, okay. Well, go. I go, ahead. go ahead. I don't remember the first time I swore, but I remember being like eight years old or something like that. And here's the thing. I never swore. I barely even swore in high school around my family, around my friends, of course, but I never swore at home. And I think this is why, because when I was like six or seven years old or something like that, my brother and I got into an argument and I just remember going, fuck you at him. And it was like, it was like <laughs> the earth had split in half. It was like, like I was dead. It was, it was over. Not that any punishment ever followed in my household, but it was like so wrong to swear that I was like, Oh my God. Like, what's going to happen to me now? Like, and, uh, you know, here I am years That's later awesome. doing a show where I swear, I say fuck every like four The name words. is fuck. Yeah. yeah Honestly, exactly. though, like I have, I have a couple of memories of it. Um, one of them that I've just been told, one that I actually remember saying, and then one where I feel like that was where I started adding swear words to my normal repertoire. <laughs> um, so the one I remember happening, I was driving in the back of my, my dad's truck and his girlfriend was driving. It was just her and I. And she said something like to the effect of like some driver and said like, ah, oh, like what the heck buddy? Like yada, yada kept yeah, it yeah. pretty chill. Cause I'm a child. Right. Right. And right. I'm in the back and I'm like, that guy's a cocksucker. <laughs> she was just like, Oh my God. And that's a very, very, very specific swear word. Cause that's my, yeah. my dad's go-to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the first time I remember that, but I remember the first time adding it to like my regular vocabulary. We were walking to school I think I was in like grade four. Like we were like young as hell, like so young. About, that's about the time you start testing the waters, I think, with swear words. Yeah. And we're walking and you know, those like on grass patches, those patches of weeds that have like thorns and spikes in them that if you yeah, step yeah, on yeah. them in your socks, they kill your feet. Okay. Yeah. So we're walking by and we see one of those and my buddy like kicked it and then I kicked it too. And then we were like, just kicking, like trying to dig it out. And then he kind of looked at it and was like, yeah, fuck you plant. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fuck you plant. So we're going at it and be like, yeah. And then it's, it's like a house over from a kid that we know. And his mom comes outside. She's like, what, what are you guys doing? And we're sitting there be like, yeah, fucking plant, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. South Park from there. <laughs> Actually, funny you should say, because now that I'm thinking about it, when I was in the seventh grade, it was the first time I saw that movie. I saw uh, South Park's Bigger, Longer. Bigger, uncut. Longer, and Uncut. And I'll tell, yeah, you, man. I'll tell you, the irony of it is, of course, is immediately after we saw that movie, me and my friends, all we did was swear. We swore all the time that movies the whole premise of that movie is about foul-mouthed canadians who make kids swear because of their show right <laughs> and that movie literally made all of us at like 11 years 11 12 years old start saying like 
singing Shut like your uncle, fucking face, yeah, uncle singing fucker. Singing uncle fucker like all You're a day. You're biting bastard uncle fucker. <laughs> You're an uncle fucker. I must say you fucked your uncle yesterday. Shut it's your Canadian- fucking face, uncle fucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's Can- that's the Canadian national anthem, if anybody is wondering, actually. We sing the As other one just for jokes, but we really actually sing that. <laughs> when there's only Canadians around, we sing uncle fucker with our hands on our hearts. That's how ESPN and the NFL feel about the black national anthem. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, like the second somebody suggested something that's actually, like, really seriously, like, like cultural, they're like, oh, whoa, whoa. Who do you think we are? Like, I've heard so many, like, Mike Wilbon and guys going off about that, how they're like, yeah, that's a prideful song for us, but it's not our national anthem. Like, why are you, why are we doing this? <laughs> well, look, I mean, here's the thing, though. In America, they sing, I don't like, four, I have no opinion on the matter. Dude, they sing, like, four national anthems at every fucking sporting event in America. They sing, uh, what, uh, the fucking one about the rolling hills and the shining seas. I couldn't it's in America, the I beautiful or something like that. Uh, they have to sing like three. They sing a pre-national anthem, national anthem. And then, you know, there's also all like baseball games have take me out to the ball game. Like you could pop a song, another song in there. Like, really? Like you need like you got no room for another three minute track on your Spotify playlist. Like, I don't know, man. That's some that's some bullshit. OK, now in the ongoing saga, this three episodes were three for three so far, by the way, of the Amazon Alexa Orwellian nightmare. We have we have news of a new product that is uh, hitting the airwaves, hitting the, hitting your airwaves, what? <laughs> hitting your store shelves, hitting your delivery packages on your front door. Yeah, there some you point go. In the near future. There you go. I finally, I finally caught up with the, the right uh, era. So uh, this is, this is the new ring always home cam coming from Amazon uh, in coordination with the company, I guess they own, which is the ring doorbells, which we were talking about a couple episodes back. The yeah. That's, that's their like line of, yeah, that's specific. theirs. They probably bought it out. It probably got ex- it fucking created. Now people just said, out Thank there you very much. We absorbed you people, t- the people out there. Tell me how much you like this idea. So now you can get the ring always home cam, which will included have a drone, a small drone that will pull out of its station and fly around your house with an HD camera monitoring the whole home on whatever path you choose. So don't worry. You have some semblance of control while you give up everything else. This thing is basically your home security that is constantly roaming around your house monitoring the inside. So who's excited about this? Don't even fucking play it up, dude. It's a flying camera in your own fucking house that's just monitoring 247 that you can hook up with with your fucking smartphone. And if you add in that landlord feature we talked about on the last episode, how amazing would this be if motherfucking Neckbeard next door who owns your place is flying his drone with his fucking cell phone watching you cut your carrots and in your underwear like fucking going down on your girlfriend and just flies into the room like fucking like oh god so then what do we need you need like you need like a you need like a an airsoft gun to start shooting these fucking things down this is like training this is like training for the future of warfare is like put drones in your home and then dodge them because that's no that's a terrible idea because then police are going to be using that as an excuse and people can kick down your door so i can hit off the amazon ring it's not even just that it's like people hack these things all the fucking time all the time these things get hacked like the, I'm reading this stuff. I've been reading stuff like in the last like, couple of years about how there's like this whole uh, uh what's it's the Internet of Things they call it, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is where like everything in your house will be a device, like your fridge oh, will absolutely. have a computer, yeah, your yeah. oven, and they'll all interconnect and interact. And I'm like, who like 
these things get hacked. People's TVs get hacked, like with the cameras in them and all that shit all the time. Like who's going to protect this? Who's providing the like cybersecurity for your fridge, you know? So it doesn't like lock on you or like, I don't know, the same, shooting like, water at you or something like The same guy who's providing the security is probably the same fucking guy who's programming how to hack them and then selling that on the dark web somewhere. <laughs> you got a double dip. Had a boy. That's the hustle. I can't really complain about that, but like, I, I'm just going to keep coming back to this every time we talk about this because I, I can't get over this fucking point. How far do we have to fucking go? How far do we go before somebody actually is like, this isn't not only like our people, like, like people not wanting it in their home, but like before somebody is like, no, you can't do that. You can't put a flying security recording drone in every person's home. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but Amazon's also funding the lobbyist pockets, probably, of whatever political party is coming up next, so they can do certain things. Like, I don't know. It's, I'm not a conspiracy yeah. theorist guy, but the trail always follows the money. That's not, always a, cons- money. Dude, that's not a conspiracy. Yeah, like, enough, the idea that enough, corporations pay off politicians is literally like... Yeah, that's, that's just, a well-known fact. <laughs> like, there's no such thing as political corruption anymore. It's like part of the job. You're like, oh, open. You can, yeah, you can cash you in. pay $750 in taxes, and that's it. You're going to go. Yo, oh, my God. I'm starving. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, like politicians make like hundred grand a year. And then a company's like, you are worth like 80 quadrillion fucking dollars. So like, how would you like to double your salary or like, not even that actually, no, I shouldn't say that because, because you would be, I think everybody in the world would be really disappointed to find out how little money politicians get paid to change laws. It's like, if you've seen like American ones, there's like senators who like make sure that animals continuously get abused in factory farms. And it's like, they get paid like $25,000 a year. And you're like, that's it. That's all it took. Like, Hey man, they got like fucking, I don't know, seven or eight different people. They're probably doing that with. So it adds up. Sure. It adds up. But sure. I feel you. Yeah. How cheap is your fucking worth dog? 25 yeah, like, grand. It, it, yeah, I think yeah, it I depresses you. people to think how much or how little it takes to sway a politician uh, to, to start changing laws. Like it's not, it's not like these guys are like kicking back at some like evil island being like, yes, and then we will make sure the laws never get passed. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, no, they're like some guy who comes up and is like, I'll give you like 10 grand to vote yes instead of no. And they're like, well, uh, you know why? It's really that easy, kids. Just go up to your It's really hard to pay for this mistress. Say- like, exactly. <laughs> like, takes so little to bribe people these days. Fuck. Oh, God. How much does it taste to bribe you, man? What, what's your price, Dan? What's your price? You know what's funny? Not that much either. Like, no, not that much either. Not either. Dude, the older you get, like, you ever, like, bargain? The older you get, like, you ever bargain with the universe? Like, remember when you're a kid? Like, okay, remember when you're a kid and you're like, you're like, oh, like, if I had, like, a, a billion dollars, I'd, like, buy this and, like, I'd do this and that. And then the older you get, the amount you hypothesize about just gets smaller and more pathetic until, like, you're <laughs> yeah, almost 30 and you're like, what would I do with, like, five grand right now? And you're like, oh, fuck, I could pay off that bill. It's like the, your, your ambitions are also so much shittier, too. It's so funny, too, because, like, five grand, it goes so much, like, farther as a child than you think it does now. So yes. you have grandiose dreams, all this money, and now it's like, I just want five grand. I just want to be able to fix my car. I could, like, pay off my bad. visa. I yeah, could, like, like, buy, I could get a few clothes. I could, like, you know, buy my girl something nice. Like, and I still have some change. Like, holy shit, this is wild. Oh, man. All right, so next up here, how about pushing away God for the sanctity of the pole? Like, practically. Next up. It's, like, practically our, our show slogan, pushing away God one episode at a time. So next up, we got a lady 
She was a pastor. She got a lady pastor. She quit the church. Now she's a stripper. Loving her life. She's never been happier. Wow. Getting up on the pole, shaking her ass for Jesus. I mean, uh, how do you get, how do you transform like that? Dog, like, that's like an indoctrinated family kind of shit where your family's super religious. And I think that's exactly the case with this woman. And Oh, so what, she yes, wanted to get she wanted to get freaky, but she was just like I was I was like raised brought up in a she was brought up in a super religious Baptist family, and they're like uh 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 follow Jesus becomes a pastor decides to follow her heart leave the church behind wow. go after the money baby wow wow jeez how's she making her money right now though she's got no oh bad time people looking for jesus right now but hey i guess they've been they've been inside for a while they might be looking for the strip club i mean lou will did the same shit and he was in the bubble for what a week a week that's true that's true some people can't resist it's the lemon pepper wings bro damn good but like i'm sorry though like is she like have like an only fans or something she has to have an only fans Right, probably. I, I would. I I didn't gather that from the article. She definitely is on Instagram, but getting like six hundred likes. So I don't know. Oh, if she's, she's got to have an only. She's a she's local a girl. She's Man, a if you're a stripper, if you're if you're involved in any sort of sex work whatsoever, right now you have an OnlyFans. You have to, especially now. Like, you can't leave your house. Oh, so like, oh, Nicole now makes a killing on OnlyFans. I knew it. I, I knew started it, off of really timid, like just topless photos. But now I'm at the point where I take personal requests and make videos oh. very tailored to people's specific desires. Hey, that's a money thing, too. That's absolutely dude, a money thing. Dude, from preaching the word of God to working at a place called the Sex Press. Come on. <laughs> just proof that religion doesn't work. That's what that is. It's just sinning is just so much better. Like, I don't understand. Sinners, how, I don't get that. The, Dude, the takeaway from this is that sinners become spinners, bro. She's on that pole and she's loving her life. <laughs> Sinning is so much better. It really is. How do you sell? I don't know. Like, look, man, don't get me wrong. I, I think churches had an easier gambit back in the Middle Ages when basically your life was like to, you know, you hope you didn't die of cholera by the time you were three. <laughs> and then like, even if you didn't, you'd like live to be like 23 like I think it was easier back then, but now that everybody's living all this, we, you're surrounded by cell phones and internet and and eighty quadrillion hours of porn and all this shit. Like you can't. How are you supposed to sell this? Like just be bored for your entire life, and then it'll be better after you die. Like fuck that. I don't know about that. Smoke that joint, Timmy. There's some good shit going on here right now. Like go to that grade thing. nine party. There's only fans. How would you? How could you possibly devote religious person if there's OnlyFans everywhere? Like, I don't know, man. Because the boys are in the back and they're looking kind of fine. That's that's what the pastors are thinking. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't need any oh of that OnlyFans. Oh my god! Uh, got Jonathan. Have you heard him hit the B octave? Oh, have you? Christ. There's a problem that has never been solved. Father, oh how, okay, how fucked up is it that that people completely just like? Like, this is one thing about conspiracy people that drives me crazy, right? Is the people who are like, there's like an international, like, pedophile ring. I'm like, yeah, it's called the Catholic Church. And it's become so That's normal. That's a real one. That's like it's out become, in the public. It's become so normal that now it's a joke. That now it's just people crack jokes on their dumb podcasts like us. Like, it's become so normal. They're like, huh, priests, eh? <laughs> you know what they like. Fucking Nambla. They've, they're all card carriers. Yeah. Yeah, like there's the. Uh, I'm like. Thank you, South Park, for teaching me about Nambla. For those that are yeah, aware, thank, that's thank the North South American Man Boy Love Association. And they were. And how old is that episode? 
20 years? Uh, I wrote a speech on it in grade eight, so... Uh, at least 15 years then. Yep. I wrote, at least I actually, 15. I, that's a, that is a fact, by the way. I actually <laughs> did do that. About the, sorry, about kidding. the episode or about the real Nambla? No, about the real Nambla. <laughs> like exposing it in grade eight. Oh, fuck. In a speech. Were you like, were you like putting it up there for the world to know and be like, eh, this is my investigative report. Eighth grade. It's literally part of the Ontario curriculum where in the eighth grade you have to do a speech. Wow. Writing. Remember? Yeah. Wow. So oh. my topic was on. Fuck. I, I wish it was could... like a, it was only like a couple minutes long, but mine was on Nambla. I wish there. I could remember what the fuck I was. I don't remember. A fucking weird kid, bro. What grade eight kids were right? It's because of South Park, dog. Yes. It ru- oh my South god, Park. that show ruined us. It, didn't it? it ruined me, dude. And yet I still love it totally. Like I'm still like hundred percent down. Exactly. Maybe it made you it molded you into the man you are today. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the wrong show, man. <laughs> the wrong oh, show, man. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, while you're out on the, you know, if you're serving in the military and you're out on the seas, say you're, uh, you know, in the in the marine or the coast guard, let's say, and you're, uh, you know, it's a hot foot on the Chinese it's like, flying yeah. the Pacific seas. If you're if you're sitting out on the high seas and you're and you're, you know, feeling a little scorched, you know, you get to jump in the water and have a have a little dip with the boys and the occasional girl. So here's a story about uh, a bunch of coast guard guys somewhere off in the Pacific who were, were having a, a little swim in the ocean to, to get away from their daily grind, which included a, a totally normal uh, rainbow unicorn floaty that the boys took out while they were, uh, you know, uh, skedaddling around the water there. When suddenly over the radio, a warning came through. Looking down, shark spotter in the water. A shark was spotted in the water, which, by the way, sorry, I do have to say the opening line of this article, which, by the way, is from guns.com. Oh, read it. Read it. Straight up. This is beautiful writing. Guns.com. I mean, I salute you. I don't know about you, but I start every day with a little guns.com. There's nowhere else I go for my firearm related news. Now, this article starts with a great sentence, which is. Taking a break from catching narco subs and flexing against Chinese trawlers, a Coast Guard cutter stopped for a little swim called Morale Boost and had to fight off a gray suit. (sighs) That, of course, being the shark, which, (laughs) as it turns out, they then stood from the deck pumping rounds into the ocean because fuck you, nature. That's what's up. Just like the start of the show. Fuck the plant. Fuck the sharks. Fuck the oceans. Fuck yeah. yeah. That sounds like a video game level. It does kind Can you of. imagine you're like defend the people swimming in the water? Can you imagine pumping like a this an M shittiest an Call of Duty level of all time? Yeah. It's called No Chinese. It's the new No Russian, but it's just sharks in the yeah, water. Yeah, I like how they start the this is how you know when you're on guns.com is they start it by taking a shot at Latinos and at the Chinese. <laughs> They're no half a sentence <laughs> into the article. The well, we're not catching narco subs and flexing on the Chinese. Like the- RacialTension.com. <laughs> I failed to see the difference between these two. Now, nobody was hurt, apparently. Thankfully. But thankfully. As if right out of a Hollywood movie. So it's from the article. As if right out of a Hollywood movie, Hollywood movie, a six foot eight shark, in quotations, no exaggeration, surfaced at the rescue door and was swimming towards 30 or 40 people, about 30 feet away. Everyone had a bird's eye view. 
And then there is a real video, by the way, and it is the least exciting video. Yeah, I was so disappointed, Matt. Okay, this fucking article is about the Navy and the Coast Guard shooting at a shark with a machine yes. gun. I'm ready to open this up and see some wild shit. It's not. It's just people in the fucking water with a floaty, and this man walks up with his AR and just pop, 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 yeah, pop, like pop. three shots at a time. This, incredible, incredible. I love every second of it. The actual video. So fucking disappointing. However, yeah. I will say this, though. This is fucking guns.com. I'm coming back here. I'm coming back to this website. We're going I, to like, be regulars. I, 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 yo, there's going to be some good shit coming out of this place. Man. There's got to be a newsletter. Can we get the guns.com newsletter? I want to I know oh, about the latest. And in, in, should sign up. <laughs> have you ever shot a gun? Uh, no, I've shot a 22, but that doesn't count. I, I don't think that actually counts. So if I, I knew I, anything I about guns, I would react to that comment, but I don't. Super, super, super low caliber. It's like a squirrel shooter, essentially kind of thing. It's, I wouldn't count it. It's, it's the firearm technically, but it's not like a, okay. it's not a big enough caliber that I would say yes. Well, you sound like you, you sound like you've been spending some time at guns.com. <laughs> That's hardly a gun. It's only a twenty-two. Somebody, if you if you want to give me some some gun education, Bro. please please email us at uh, fneh the fneh podcast at gmail Tell me all about guns. My stepfather is a two hundred and forty pound bald man with a goatee who takes his Facebook profile in his trucks. He likes guns. I hear a lot about guns. Does he wear wraparound shades? Yes. <laughs> Don't let him get a Twitter account. Oh, he's popular. <laughs> really? Oh. Yes. He's very, this is a thing. He's a, he's a very well-spoken, hardcore conservative. Actually, he's not a conservative anymore. He's like totally, totally like libertarian now. He's completely changed. Oh. He's just like, dude, he went to Ottawa for the, the gun rally. He's like, just to be like, fuck you, Ottawa. Okay. Which, I'm not a gun dude. I don't fuck with guns. But a couple points he brings up, I, I got to give him credit for. He just argues that it's more difficult for legal gun owners to be able to do their shits. Rather, it's not doing anything. It's a crime, right? Cool. I get you on that, but I still don't think y'all should have a bunch of guns. I just don't. I don't but really anyway, worry that's... about it here in this country because, like, we don't really. Have I don't. A big problem. I don't. I'm and fine also, for hunting and that kind of shit. Yeah, but... like, uh, look, I, 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 I'm not a gun guy at all. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm probably pretty anti-gun eh, if all. But like, do you want to go to like a designated area and shoot some shit? Like, go nuts. Like, even if you want to like saying. shoot some cans on your property, but it's just like. Like, I'm so glad that Canada doesn't have that stupid shit the Americans do where, like, it's in their DNA where they're like, this country was founded by the principle of a gun. Like, I'm so glad we don't have that because there it's like there it's like in their blood, like up here. Some people try it, but more or less, I think most of the country's just like, nah, we don't really give a shit. Well, like, yeah, but like, here's the thing, too. We're city kids, bro. When you live up north and shit, like, true. It's yeah, it's like. You know what I mean? It's a different lifestyle. Okay, but here's the thing I don't understand. Too. Country people are more pro-gun, but they also cite, like, yep. well, we have to have guns because there's so much crime. But then city people who come from the places where the crime is higher are anti-gun. So it's like the people who want guns are using the argument that the city people, that the people who don't want guns should use, but it's, it's like flip. You get what I mean? Like, people in the country are like, there's some people in the country who are like, well, there's such high crime rates and criminals will still get guns. Like, I respect people who are from, out, like, outside of cities and who are like, yeah, I need it because, like, fucking coyotes come and, like, eat my mm -hmm. animals all the time. Yep. I'm like, yep. fine. Like, that's fine. Do you need, like, a like a, a 30 fucking bullet mag, like, automatic firing, like, fucking, like, is there no marksmanship anymore? Though. You got no, that's like, bolt illegal, action? Though. You can't fucking pop? Like, I don't know. Why not? <laughs> yeah, they got bolt action still. Yeah, it's just yeah, a little Springfield, like, it's, like, your fucking World War II, like... 
Yo, you imagine rolling up on the block with one of those? Chick, chick, pow! <laughs> the fuck down, bro! Just every shot you take, you gotta like fucking fully like cock the rocks falling out of his socks while he's like, fucking pulling up his Jordan's fucking Tim's. Scrambling around the corner and you're just hitting him up with a Barrett 50 kit. Bam! Oh my god, <laughs> blow a hole in a wall. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Yo, you might, yo, you know those like old school red coats how they used to fight? Might as well drive by one of those. Yeah, have you read like, have you read the history books of like of like the marches? Where it's like literally shit like I've ever read. Okay, dude. okay, okay. For people who don't know history, this is like I I believe this is how it worked. Like think like American Civil War or like Revolutionary War. They had to pack those stupid fucking things, right? It takes like a minute each time to like pour like pour the stuff down, pour the gunpowder down, or like pat it down or like drop a ball. Like it takes that long. The other side would like charge but they would literally march like walking speed across the field and i'm like why wouldn't you run why wouldn't you run at these guys like history books are like and then they valiantly strolled across the field while they would shoot and then like you nailed it that's it right there because they valiantly rolled across the field bro it's all about honor these motherfuckers stood across from each other in wide open target colored suits being like fucking hit me right here i'm reloading like I, it's the dumbest shit i've ever seen bro loser they mentality got scalped alive yeah the loser fucking, mentality the native canadians i guess they're called like fucking just were oh. like come here come here scalp guns, guns definitely won in the end because of course like history is always like the bit better firepower always wins but you're right. There were like how many instances of the like close quarter combat where I'm like a little tri- bunch of like Quakers who were like, oh, I can't get the thing to fill like because like you don't know how to handle a knife and you get fucking you're going to get domed like. But then they just show up with like cannons and shit. And they're like, how about we just like burn down in your entire like region of the world? And they're like, oh, well, yeah, they rolled up like fucking 50 pretty cent. hard. They're like fucking S on my chest. Burn your whole village. That's down. like pretty hard to pretty hard to. uh to, to get uh get past that you know and and smallpox you know like and the, now we have this wonderful world that we've built in the last couple hundred years which is a steaming pile of shit that's slowly falling apart anyways thanks, columbus what's thanks, next columbus. What, what else you got now homie oh we're uh, talking about guns weren't we oh yeah oh, yeah that's oh, perfect yeah. apparently you can get suspended from home now so kids that are going to school oh. we got a 12 year old kid that got suspended from school because he had a toy gun on his Zoom call. So my, my man's, my man's like a, at like home. It, sorry, in the background? Like in, uh, in his room, chilling, and there's like a, it, it comes up, it's his zombie hunter green gun. It literally says zombie hunter on it with an orange tip. And my man had it in the video and was like pointing it around, playing with his friend. And the teacher straight up told the principal and they called the fucking sheriff's office and sent the sheriff to this 12 year old kid's house. Oh, where's, where's way, the black SWAT team? Of course. Yeah. Uh, of, of fucking course. It's like, I'm surprised I didn't kick the door down with the whole squad. Like, where is it? Get on the floor. Shut that fucking uh, dog up. Where's the gun? <laughs> like, but yeah. all they had to do is call the parents and be like, Hey, your kid has a toy camera. Cause the parents are sorry, a toy gun. Cause the parents are fucking home. They had no idea. And now the kid's suspended from school because they're like, you're inciting like a violent situation in class. Or you're like, they're, con- they're considering oh, it the classroom. Horrible. They're considering it the classroom and that no. you're bringing it to the classroom environment. It's oh, bullshit. Yo, this is home. That's okay. bullshit. Okay, I found the article here. This is, this is fucking horrible. Like, I don't even know. We're, we're going to have to pivot to something funny off of this. But it says, quote here, it says, he was in tears when the cops came. He was in tears. He was scared. We're all scared. I was scared for his life. Fearful that deputies might overreact to having the school principal tell them a young black boy was armed with a gun. Like, what 
the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, you even know that. You even know that there's, like, this chance of, like, oh, if you say he's a black kid with a gun, like, they might show up, like, with M15s or M-something. I don't know. I don't fucking care. Guns.com. I need, I need to read more. But, like, people are going to show up and be like, go to the fucking floor. Like, it's like, oh, he's a man. kid. He's 12. Bro, how much shit did you do like that when you were 12? Just dumb shit. My friends had, like, pocket knives at school. I'm not talking yeah. about like, the bad kids that, like, had knives to fuck around. Yeah. I'm talking about the normal, literal, like, good kids who just had yeah. pocket knives and shit. You know what I mean? Like, and if anything, it's like, hey, we got to take that away from you. Like, you can't bring that at school kind of thing. Yeah. Call on the fucking sheriff. What are- second of all, like, you call the parents. Your kid's at home, right? Your yeah. kid's 12. He's not home alone. Just be like, yo, what's up? Uh, before I send the fucking police to your house. Yeah. You ever, like, talk to people in your daily life? You ever notice, like, so often everybody's reaction to a situation is, like, to go to, like, fucking, like, 11 out of 10 of course, every time dude. where they're it's like, I was just going like to, like, that. fucking do this shit. And you're like, why didn't you just say something normally? Why didn't you, like, God. speak like a regular person to resolve this and everything would have been fine? I swear, yo, it's like Twitter in real life. <clears throat> people can only yeah. talk to me in 140 characters. Like, oh, okay, cool. So there's no nuanced conversation we can have about this. You're just gonna fucking go off well, like that, like. Well, I mean, that's probably like a result of that. Like, like I, I use Twitter as much as most people, but like, saying, man, that's what I'll I'm tell saying, you a story. Like, I'll tell you a story. I got into it with a guy on Twitter last week. Over there's the, your first mistake. You tried to get into it with someone on Twitter. But here's the thing: he wasn't a he wasn't a stranger. He was somebody that I had interacted with normally, who uh, like we oh, followed okay. each other. We had talked a few times. He he's like listened to my other show and shit. But he put up some shit about that the the cops getting off from killing that girl in, in Louisville, right? Uh, killing Breonna Taylor, and they and he was something that being like, oh, the only person the only person to blame for her death is her herself. And I was like, I was just like, uh, I was in a mood. I was in a mood. The news had just broke. I was like, uh, why did you engage, dude? Why did you even engage, man? Because he was somebody, he wasn't a stranger. That's why I didn't engage him. Okay. I I engaged him because he wasn't a nobody because I and other people knew this person. And like, we were, I was like, I was like, you know what? First of all, I, I, and here's the thing. I admit I didn't we ended up getting to a point where I was like, I would like to understand why you think that like, and I came to be informed about certain sure about you. The person that, that like, I can understand that they have some bias in this situation towards, okay. towards yeah. it. But depending, like, depending on were as I understand, they were a former cop. So mm, I'm like, okay, okay. so okay. you automatically, so I got into it. And I also, in my initial reply may have called him a dumbass. So, but you know, yeah, so I really, I set a good example with my level. Fuck argument. you, man. Why did but, you even bother? I, but that's the thing, man. Like, I just, I, I have to understand these people. I have to try to figure out where the fuck you're coming from. Like, I, I got to understand, like, like, uh, my question is this for people who are pro police and anybody who's pro police is welcome to educate me on this fact. But why does it seem like there is no action that can be clearly declared what it is which is something amoral horrible unethical violent whatever like why can't why can't people who are pro-police ever seem to admit that some policemen's actions are bad like like every case there's always like well this person had a criminal record well this person should have complied well this per-, like there's always an excuse i'm like is there really no thing that that a cop can do that people are like okay that was fucking horrible like well, there's no excuse bro. they should be like help me evidently not because apparently you can fucking be a police officer 
punch someone in the face multiple times and then sue them for breaking your hand. Oh, fuck. No. This no. actually happened. No. No. Yes. Please you tell. You know it did. Please tell. Don't bullshit these people. Please tell. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much the fucking story. No, you got to give uh, me details, though. You, gotta, you, got, you got more of a story for me? You, you, can't just, <sighs> you can't leave me with just the headline. I'll look this up, I swear. A Branson man has been charged with assault after an Ozark police officer broke his hand, punching the man in the face several times. Matthew Calhoun, 48, is facing the felony assault charge in Christian County in connection with the December 14th encounter outside the convenience store. Here's exactly what the fuck happened. The police officer thought he was speeding, Mr. Matthew Calhoun, so he followed him. The guy claims he wasn't speeding. He goes to this fucking convenience store, and as he comes out, there's another altercation with the police officer. There's some aggressive behavior that puts the police officer in a bad position where he had to quote-unquote defend himself. And that resulted in the injury. Now, here's the thing. Okay, here's the fucking thing. I understand that in some point, if someone crazy meth head or something's going on, a cop's going to have to beat some ass sometime. I get that. That's part of the job. But if you have to go to the point that you're breaking your hand, punching him in the face, how in the fuck are you able to sue this guy for breaking your own hand? No, this is like okay. I found the article here. So, so this he doesn't have any. He didn't have a radar to catch the guy speeding. This says, so he didn't even prove that he was speeding. He thought he was speeding. So this officer's initial judgment of fucking, fucking slow down there, bud. Of like vector judgment here. He's apparently so good he can tell speed without anything, any sort of computer assisted technology. Like this is. This is what I mean, right? Like, this is what I'm talking about. That, like, these, That's exactly like, why I some of these up. people fucking are just the dopiest dumb fucks ever. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like the job of being a cop. I live in a city here. I live in London, right? And like, you you lived here for a while too, man. You see Not the kind London. of shit. London. Oh god, you see the kind of people they deal with in this fucking meth overflowing city. Like, you can understand it's a tough job. It sucks ass. It's hard, and yeah, it's dangerous. But like. What is with this like fucking endless stream of of like man baby power tripping like fucking losers taking up these jobs? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This one like I, it doesn't have the de- and you can always say the details are fuzzy depending on what happened with the cop trying to arrest the guy, tasing him, be, whatever the fuck happened. I'm not saying yeah. it's all right. Yeah. What I am saying is there are situations where meth heads go wild and you got to bust some ass. <laughs> of course. Now with that being said, now with that being said, let's just I'm gonna give the cop this situation where this guy attacked him. I don't think that okay. fucking happened at all. I think the cop went way over, but it's always up in the air. But right. let's say he actually did go wild and the cop just busted his ass. As a citizen, how the fuck are you going to sue me for me breaking your hand by you punching me when essentially what I'm doing is breaking the law and then you're punishing me for that. How can you punish me criminally and then sue me while you're an enforcement of the city? Like, I just think that's this a, is like a, it's a great area, man. Like that's a fucking weird slippery oh, slope. This is, dude. this is like a, this is like a comedy skit. Like, like we're going to sue Brianna Taylor for PTSD. That, for the record, that did happen in the state. Oh, my God. Are there you was, fucking kidding not, me? No, no, not her case. Not her case specifically. Oh, but there was Christ. Okay. There was something similar. I can't remember what case it was, but there was a cop, and I think it was one of the high-profile cops killing an unarmed black man. It might have been one of those. But they sued they sued the family of the person that was killed for PTSD PTSD saying like it ruined the cop was like it ruined my life blah 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 like it ruined your life 
They ruined your fucking, fucking life. Hell, man. The person who's fucking worm food now because of you, I think, would beg to differ on whose life was ruined. But, okay, so this, this guy, again, I'm reading this article here. He's facing 15 years in prison. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. This has to be, what what'd you say this was, Missouri? Yep. Oh, well, there's your fucking answer. It's, it's Branson, in, Missouri. It's in Branson, Missouri, which is, you know, I mean, I'm sure the pinnacle of hey, society. what do you got to say about Missouri? <laughs> I like their sports team logos, okay? No, you don't. They're the Tigers. So is everybody else. They're the 27th. They're all Tigers down the tig- south. They're all right. Tigers. The Tigers versus the Tigers. Like, it's like a bad video game where you play yourself or something like that. Like, Jesus that's Christ. a fucking oh okay by the way just a side note here if you notice it right the judge in the case is named judge bacon ah <laughs> uh, yes crispy bacon crispy bacon <laughs> that is, i mean dude this really is like a living like this is how you know the simulation of this planet has has been left to run that you get a story where a cop beats a guy so badly that he breaks his hand and then sues the guy, sends the guy to jail for breaking his hand with his face, and the cop, the judge in the trial is Judge Bacon. What fucking universe are we in? Are we trapped in some dystopian fucking nightmare we can't get out of? Bro, we're living in, like, a real-life cracked. Like, <laughs> like, I feel the last four years have desensitized us. People that, like, consume satire and shit like that, like... It's desensitized us to the point that, like, how does the Onion write articles about the presidential How do you when, satirize? Like, the headlines yeah. are, that's what I'm saying. Like, the state of the world is just hilarious at this point, dude. On, in North America, anyway. It's also, but it's hilarious in, like, the darkest humor. In the saddest way possible. In the oh, like, it's, possible. it's like, it is the most sardonic fucking existence imaginable now that every story you read, you're like, oh, my God. Like, what? I weep. The fuck I weep for the people who are like philosophers and like unbelievably intelligent on this side of the world that just like sit in their house. Why do those people bother? Cry. Yeah. That's like what, what I'm saying. Do? They probably are at the point where they're like, you guys, they're fucking. It's like the robots, lost. right? What was the robots we were talking about last episode? Where like the robots were like, you guys are, we'll just sit back and let you guys do your shit. Cause yeah. you're so dumb. I'm like, even that's, the robots figured us out. That's true enlightenment, bro. It's realizing that the rest of the true. world was just lost. Oh, like, that's cool. Are the robots like uh, of like higher philosophical plane than us? Well, they could probably light themselves on fire and not move. So I would say so. They'd be like, fine. They'd be like, "This did not hurt. I am fireproof." Like, <laughs> burns my CPU. Oh wow! Just the I appreciate anybody who listens to this show for the deep intellectual conversations and you know what you know, I, the, the takeaways you know they I, get from it. You know what I don't appreciate? What? Not getting to grass stain my own fucking jeans. Okay, I I heard about this. Please please tell this story because this is bro, Gucci selling amazing. grass stained jeans. What else do you need to know? This doesn't surprise me at all. This doesn't surprise. This is the have you next ever been to of holes? This is grass. Yeah, you ever been to like Shilla Guess book. or something like that? Like you get like a white t shirt with a bunch of scissor cuts in it, and they're like that'll be eighty seven dollars, please. And you're like, for what? Like. Like, uh, yeah, homeless home chic was the big trend in the last 10 years it's starting to dude it's, starting the, to it's the, up fashion but it's the plot of zoolander in real life literally it is literally. it's the plot it's the homeless like why do rich people have to look poor why do they insist on this like well we can look we want to look poor because uh, sorry aren't these selling for like fucking crazy prices oh dude it's gucci man it's yeah that's what i mean gucci. it's gucci so it has to be 
Oh, here you go. Yeah, twelve hundred dollar jeans with designed grass stains around the knees. They straight up look like that fucking kid you bully in grade like four that would have like regular Levi's jeans that never got washed because he only afforded one pair. Okay, so they're charging twelve hundred dollars for these jeans with grass stains on them. And Bro, I get charge you twelve dollars. They look identical. Okay, this is distressed effect. That's such a bull. That's one of those bullshit marketing terms, isn't it? Distressed, like. Because they Distressed use it for everything. Spend money. Yeah, because yeah. they want you to spend money. It's they distressed. Want you to spend money. I'll tell you but what, this is like a positive adjective at this like, point. Yeah, that's why. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand the fact that there's this whole thing of like, uh, just make the clothes look shittier. Like uh, the kind of clothes that like you would throw away out of your closet. You go through it and you'd be like, big fucking hole stain that won't come out. Like throw it in a bag. Like toss them out or like donate. Like, Gucci's capitalizing. Gucci's like, I have an idea. What if we? Bro, they're not even like that. They're not even stylish, though. They straight up look like those fucking just plain ass Levi's pants that don't fit people. You know what I mean? That like, yo, you need to get a better size. You need to go to a tailor, bro. That's what these look like. This sounds like somebody who was supposed 12, to come up with an bills. idea. Like, this sounds like somebody like with some designer. They were like, we need something. To, we need you to come up with something for the next few weeks. And they're like, okay. And then they're just like, I got nothing. How, how, how about grass stained jeans and they're like wow that's a great wow it's a, it'll be like kind of like authentically like you know rustic and you're like fuck fucking hell man this i just make you look like a timmy i don't, don't want to look like a fucking timmy like, you, like look, you you want to look like a guy like it's just okay no okay i gotta go back to the like why do rich people want to look poor thing why do yes. rich people want to look like they work hard like, what is it with this, like, in my life, I probably work a job where I don't exert myself that much because, you know, any, as you, as we all know, any job where you actually got to bust your ass physically, you I'll make you no what. money. You make no money. Nobody, nobody busts their ass at a job physically and makes a shitload of money unless you're like a professional athlete. Like, nurses get underpaid. I mean, Teachers and hardware, white collar, blue collar workers, sorry, are, are, are constantly busting their ass and they get fuck all. Let me go philosophical Please. on this. Please. I think people, life has gotten easy. And people have gotten softer because life has gotten easy. Damn and I right. Think naturally, I think naturally people seek out adversity in their life. And so people that don't have actual okay. problems at work at this, at that, end okay. up getting on Twitter and freaking out about stuff because they need something to be upset about or engage with. I, I, I obviously have nothing to back that up, but I just feel like that seems to be such a rising trend, man. Like people... You need to get upset about something like you're just your life's perfect. Everything's cool. You have no bills. You have no issues. Better freak out about, you know, it's fucking like you whatever. Gotta, it's just like you, everybody's it's just like a meaning thing. This is like a purpose thing, right? Where people are just like your life doesn't matter. Your life is so like innocuous and docile that you just are like, I'm, I'm like, I would love for something horrible to happen. Or I'd it's, like to feel like I, how you know. fucked up is dude. How fucked up is the dichotomy of rich people trying to look homeless by spending all this money and poor people who don't have any money trying to look flexing rich. every dollar yeah. they have to look yeah. rich because uh, all right it's got to be that it's got to be like a meaning thing like it's got to be a self-worth thing where you're like you, you're you're no matter where you are economically you you bend to some sort of like i think i like again exactly that like i don't know how to word it like if you're if you're wealthy you want to feel like you're busting your ass. And if you're poor, you want to feel like you're wealthy, right? 
Like, uh, is the grass always greener kind of thing, or is it a case sure. of like? Well, I mean, is it a case look at of like, like rich kids, right? Like rich kids who like fucking tank and like you know, like it doesn't matter who you are, you're you're not guaranteed. That's why they say money doesn't buy happiness because it doesn't matter who you are, you're still susceptible to things like you know depression and addiction and and all that shit. Like it doesn't matter who you are, you you could still be a miserable fuck with with terrible problems. Like it's doesn't discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> i know i know it's, uh, it's I, 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 I just i i just don't understand the the need for groups to like want to like you want to fit in like tribally like you want to be a part of a group but then there's this also sure. this arcing need for people to like want to stand out in that group and be different like i don't know man I well i mean that's know. that you just like nailed the like basis of all like consumerism on planet earth which is like, that's exactly what it is. The only reason we do any of this shit is because we want to feel like we matter a little bit more than we usually do, right? Like we don't, we buy all this dumb, like someone will buy a $1,200 pair of jeans with a fucking grass stain, like just to and be like- try to convince their friends that it's cool. It looks good. It's yeah, fashionable. Yeah, it goes well with the blah, blah, blah. Like what, it goes well with these boots. I'm, I'm wearing work boots now too. I'm going full uh, construction worker, full farm hand. Whatever they've got, bruh. I wonder though, can you wash the grass stains out of those jeans? Oh man, is it an organic? Could you stain? like, yeah? Uh-huh. Could is you it, like oxy clean that shit? Like, could you come through and be like, watch this shit? Bam, regular ass jeans for twelve hundred bucks. Like, you imagine that? Oh you? my god, I'd be fucking furious. If yeah, somebody out like- there wants to buy the twelve hundred dollar Gucci grass stain jeans and wash them to get them clean, I I will. I don't know. I'll, I'll say your name on the show. I I can't pay for those jeans. But if you got the money, do it. Yo, people are gonna buy these. Of I course, people bought like a five hundred dollar Kanye West white T shirt because it was made by his stupid ass. That's all they care about. Yeah, bro, they're like collectors items. Now that shit's sold out. You gotta get them on dead stock. Same like- with his shoes. Same with his shoes. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Like it's just like a status thing. What as much like? as I want to sit here and be like, this man's crazy. He's also a genius. And I guess that's what's part of being crazy. He's not actually a genius, but like he's really good at marketing his shit. I will give him that hundred uh, percent. You know what? I don't even know if he he's good at sell stuff. I don't even know if he's good at how to mar- good at marketing shit or if he's just like the the one of the prime examples of Okay, if, fair. If you have a say. name, you can sell anything. Right. Yep, fair. It's, I get like what you're the, saying. it's like the fucking Kardashians. Rest in peace to their shitty show. Just kidding. Fuck that. Bye. Have you ever watched that show, by the way? Can I ask? Can I tangent on this and, and waste a bunch of time? Have you ever actually watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Dude, my girlfriend is just like, OK, girlfriend. she has a subscription okay. to Hey You. Oh, we're going to have a great time. Yes. Yes. Have you yes. ever watched? This is the in mo- this was the worst thing ever put on television, like fucking ever put on television this was such like they're insane people have you ever watched episodes do you notice let me ask you this because I've, I've seen enough of them that i started to pick up on it do you ever notice okay. that because their lives are actually so fucking boring that they just manufacture a bunch of conflicts with the family in episodes that always follow the same pattern they do these things where like the episodes will start and like one of them will have to do something with another one or like one of them will ask another one like like uh oh god oh my god chloe i need to get my lips blown up today do you have any yeah, time like, it's a tristan cheated on me again <laughs> or it's like it's like chloe will be like i just called mom to like 
I just want to have a lunch date. I feel like we're so disconnected. And then like they go for a lunch date. They like, they like get ready for the lunch date. And then, and then Chris is like, sorry, Chloe, like I can't show up today. I'm so busy. And then like the music turns and it's like, and she's like, I just feel like mom's never paying attention to me and we don't communicate like we used to. And then it turns into like 20 minutes of the show. The episode's arc is like turning like getting ditched on a lunch date into this, like our relationship is really fundamentally flawed. Like we really need to work on this. And then by the end of it, there will be like a happy piano sequence and they'll work it out nicely. And they'll be like, I love you, babe. I I promise to be more attentive to your needs. And that's the episode because nothing's going on all day. They just like, it's, they need a story. It's formulaic dog. They invent shit. They create shit. And I'm seeing it in all TV stuff now. And it's, fucking bothers me dude and i'm it's so glad i don't crazy. have like a background in like actual writing because i feel like it bothered me even more but it's like i i watch stuff on tv now and you just catch like you can already tell a third of the way through the episode yeah. where this like shitty reality yeah. show arc is gonna go like there's gonna be this there's gonna be conflict it's yeah. gonna rise you're gonna have it it'll get resolved and then we'll end off on a good note here boom with the leader into the next episode and you know and what there's a lot of shows that are popular on Netflix and, and Amazon and all that. There's a lot of shows that because of the changing of TV has like, they have high production values and they really do. They really have great ideas. There's a lot of great yep. premises out there, but fuck if the writing is not fucking horrible. There are shows that I watch. I'm like, this is a great idea, but like, this is the shittiest writing. The dialogue is so like, oh, like dude. I, it's I so bad. The- I watched The Blind Side two days ago. And yeah, it's a fucking I'm garbage a movie. Football, dude, I'm a big football guy, and my girlfriend's like, yeah, like, I'd love to watch it. Sandra Bullock's great in it. It's a good story, blah, blah, blah. So we watch it, and, like, honestly, I enjoyed the movie just for, like, watching yeah, it. Yeah, good premise. Whatever. Good premise, but, right? Like, Dude, the right by the end of the movie, the stuff I was saying, even my girlfriend was, like, nodding her head. Like, just calling out, like, awful, cliche, like, lines where you're just sitting there, <laughs> and you literally say the next line for the actor, and then they deliver it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. It's rampant. Well, I think I think it's trying. I found out, you, and then the other character turns and looks at him. No, I found, I found you. you. Uh, yeah, and it's like, uh, oh, cue the music. Right. Like that's what I mean. I think I think writers. I think there's a lot of great ideas in the world, but there's just not that many good writers. Or alternatively, as I'm probably more pro writer than any than than on the flip side here. But like other that, or studios are like. Like hammer writers and production down to this like it's got to be yeah, simple dude. because people are too dumb to pick up the nuance. So you got to lay it out for them. Like I really think that there's there's some sort of critical failure in production of TV shows and movies now where nope. it's like this is the best you can do. Like I'll tell you why not. Why I'll tell you exactly why I disagree okay. because you're talking about network cable shit where people are trying to get approved by their network to be able to make their shows. That shit's True. formulaic. That shit's hot garbage. We all know it is. Every one of us is aware of it. If you watch that shit and you're not aware of it, that's fine. But like, you have to know that what you're watching is garbage. And if you acknowledge that, then you can move on and go, okay, cool. What about other networks like HBO's or other companies that specifically go out of their way to let their producers and stuff do whatever they want and have no balance? That shit, that's where it's at. The issue is money always gets involved and they want to make money. So it's how can we capitalize this? Which tends to come down to an investment sense where they want to make formulaic shit. You really got to find the places that aren't like that. Yeah. 
so I guess like it, it, you know, I, I want I can't expect masterpiece theater from fucking Netflix. Basically, no, so, like, if I want masterpiece like you, theater, go to a fucking masterpiece. Like go watch masterpiece theater. Then and you maybe you'll get what you're looking for. You gotta but, get a guy like Christopher Nolan, who when he goes to I'm not saying he's the greatest director ever. I'm just giving an example. But when he goes to a movie studio and says, "Fund me, and I need all of it. And if you let me have total control, yeah, I'll create a masterpiece. But if you get involved, I'm walking." And they go, "Okay." But that yeah. takes that takes like power you need power yep. like a guy like that can only do that because yep. he's accumulated enough power to be like you need me more than i need you which is a rare power imbalance like think of all the mm-hmm. great shows you've heard stories about where it's like like breaking bad or like even if you go back like i remember i remember a story years ago of like the lord of the rings movies right where like peter jackson went to all the studios and they're like nobody would give him a movie per book because trilogies mm-hmm. weren't a thing back then or like game of thrones or any of these things like they have to go to these different places and then they, they end up being like some of the best shit ever made. And then it's like, how could that have not been, how could that have been so hard to sell to a studio or a production company that it's like, you really had to take forever and it's yep. this good of an idea. Like it's investment risk dog. That's just, that's the worst part about art and how it involves in our society is that companies are like, okay, I'm giving you X amount of dollars. What's the percent chance on my return? Sure. If I make something shit formulaic and we pump it out on this, I'm going to make X dollars. I'm going to make X percent with but that. Then these people suck. These people suck I, at their job then. Like who gets these jobs to green light things and green light the kind of bullshit that they fucking green light. I don't get it, man. I, I don't, I, don't get I, it I can't wrap my head around that shit. I can't wrap my head around this shit about like the stuff that like the Kardashians get 17 years. You know, the Simpsons stopped being funny 15 years ago. It's still on like they, just the, the decisions that get made. But again, dog, if it wasn't making money, they wouldn't make it. Like if Kardashians Point, stopped bro. making money in 2010, like they fucking should have, they wouldn't be on the air. But instead we created this, these, this family, this oligarch family of, of, like supermodel makeup peddlers and like now we're fucking stuck with it (laughs) okay i got i got a i got a story that's gross for you sure hit me with it you're gonna you're gonna like this so (laughs) okay so in vietnam there was a police raid that took place and what they found inside is fucking amazing inside they found this warehouse at three hundred and twenty thousand recycled used condoms now just let that simmer on the stove there for a minute and and, and close your eyes and imagine Mm. a warehouse with three hundred and twenty thousand used condoms now what were they doing with those condoms as you can guess well i'm sure you could probably imagine some worse things but what they were doing is clean (laughs) i don't want to know what ideas you (laughs) (laughs) so three hundred and twenty thousand used condoms recycled used condoms and of course they were being cleaned with devices i guess they had cleaning devices which which from the video i watched looked like oh my looked God, like plastic dude. like look literally were like plastic like the kind of thing that you'd use in a sex ed class to like show how a condom goes on they were like putting them on that to clean them and then like reshape them and like put them back into form to be repackaged and resold to people well, people use people use the people that make dildos as like an example of like at least you're not one of those people doing another job. Imagine if your job was to flip condoms inside out, squeegee out the cum, wash them, and fucking re-roll them up. You think you have a bad day at work, eh? Like, <laughs> fucking oh, hell, man! No. Uh, could you like, hey man, you know, if you hate your job on this side of the world, just just remember you don't have to like. 
you know, sort toxic waste to, for like useful bits to be used again. And you don't have to recycle used condoms and repackage them. So if, if you got a, if you had a bad day as a barista, just remember you really could do a whole lot worse. Just remember nobody handed you your coffee cup at Starbucks with cum inside of it. <laughs> well, you know, depending on Can where I have you work, this back, please, depending please? on where you work, depending on where you work, that that may not totally be true. Oh, so. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Yo, some of the Starbucks locations are they're hot topics, bro. They're uh, they're a hot uh, commodity uh, for the the homeless community. There's some fucking. Well, oh, I feel bad. It's because they build them all to look amazingly nice, and then they put them like everywhere, and it's like, where would you? Where would you? Why wouldn't you want to hang out at a Starbucks? Like it's it's. it's I, I can't even hate. I like couches at Starbucks. Yeah, dude. Like I'm not a Starbucks guy, but I like getting like just a black I also coffee and fondly, reading a book in Starbucks. Yeah, I also fondly remember being able to do that. So, for bike on era. Joe, oh, let me bring you down just to end this episode. Wouldn't that be great? Just to fucking kick you right in the balls. Just a reminder that the world is falling apart and that we are, you know, on on the on the cusp of uh, a historical shift. And and you know, I'm scraping at the edges, dude. I'm just trying to hold on to the side of the cliff. I think we are too. I I describe I describe this year as uh, uh slowly slip. Like you ever been tobogganing and you like slide and you like you like fall. Like you know, once you go, you can't stop. You know, and you're yep. like, that's what it feels yeah, like. And now you, it feels like it, we're starting to slip and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And then your saucer spins around and you can't see where you're going. Yeah, you're going you're backwards and you're like, oh shit, like, where am I going? <laughs> Actually, yo, I had that happen a couple weeks ago. We had a friend over and we were chatting and he was like a friend of a group of my friends when we were okay. growing up. So like we didn't yeah. hang out when we were younger. And he brought up a story to me about, hey, weren't you the one that flew down the hill on that saucer and spun backwards and smashed into the tree and got knocked out? I'm like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> thanks, thanks for reminding me about that. I kind of fucking forgot about that. Would have been, would have been better if you'd gone, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, oh, I've hit my head a few fucking times and I don't know, man. So have I, man. I don't remember anything these days. Hey, let me ask you this because you played, you played football back in the day and I know I did too, right? Do you ever think, oh, yeah, do you ever yes, think if yes. you conked the shit out of yourself? Because we played ball back in the day. I days, know I did. Yeah, we played ball back before anybody had any idea about concussions. And like, yeah, I have a few of those too where I'm like, did I like fuck my brain up at like 16? Like getting run over by a guy twice my size? Like, bro, I would lead with my helmet. I was a fucking dumbass. I just was like, it works yeah. better for me because I'm good. Oh, yeah, the helmet no. will protect me. Fuck, like, man. no. I'm going to be Junior Seau in 20 years. Dude, it's, it's brutal. Like, and think of the things like I got knocked unconscious multiple times. Like I like, I like saw colors and like had that kind of shit to done to my head. Like I had friends who literally couldn't remember anything for like, uh, you know, 30 minutes. And we're just like, we're fine. Just go back in the game. And you're like, where's that guy now? Like, is that guy okay? Like, did he, did he's he doing podcasts it? right here, buddy? <laughs> That's right. That's what the people, people who suffered unknown brain damage now do <laughs> podcasts. And oh, mine, mine is known. Mine is <laughs> known. I went to a neurologist. <laughs> <laughs> Undiagnosed, but fully aware of the repercussions. Hey, the men said I was fine. I said, okay. That's true. That's true. He probably didn't know either. He's probably like, mm, yeah, you're fine. I fly, I put that flashlight in your eyeballs and you, you know, your pupils didn't swell up to the size of your fucking head, so I, I assume you're fine. You're Bro, fine. Get it back I got, there. I got completely conked out on playing basketball driveway, or sorry, uh, driveway basketball. Yeah, Bas- buddy's fucking basketball driveway. <laughs> basketball driveway, the new game. Dodge the park car. Um, 
Anyway, no, we were playing out there and my buddy threw a bounce pass and I reached in to like knock it away and my leg got caught in his. So I kept going around his body and I ended up falling on my head, not being able to stop myself because my body was turned and I got past like wow. knocked the fuck out. Dude, so I get up, I get the fuck up. I'm like, oh shit, that was fucked up. My buddy's like, you okay? Have a seat. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna sit down in this concrete here on the curb. So I have a seat. Next thing I know, I don't know, it feels like, you know, 10 seconds later, I get yeah. up. I'm like, all right, pass me the ball. And my buddy's like, we're going to the hospital. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I just fell and hit my head. I'm okay. I was, he's like, no, like we're going to the fucking hospital. So I was sitting there on the curb. I stood back up for like a second or two and passed out and fell oh, from a standing position no. straight back onto the fucking asphalt and bounced like, boom, like a fucking bowling pin. And then I laid on the ground and I guess I fucking like went back to the curb and then woke up like 30 seconds later. And actually I started convulsing too, apparently like my muscles started twitching. So my buddies were what? all like, what the fuck dog? Like you gotta go to the hospital kind of thing. And then I wake up and I'm just like, yo, pass me the ball. Like, were you guys being bitches? Give me the ball. They're like we're going to the hospital, bro. Did you, when we were living together in college, did you have uh, something? Did you have something like that one time? Didn't you like <laughs> fall down in the kitchen one time? Why am I remembering this now where I'm like, no, I'm not the kitchen, but yes, dude, I was in first year university. We were in our dorms. No, 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 no. And we, we were yes. living together oh. in our house once. I think you, I think you hit the floor in the kitchen one day and I was like, dude, what the fuck? And you were like, I'm okay. It's okay. I swear. I'm okay. Break that dude. How many times have I done this dog? Holy <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Holy fuck. We just discovered that I'm fucking brain damaged. Wow. Dude. That did happen. And I was like, yeah, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Uh, no, the other time was in first year university, though. I had my fucking, we couldn't smoke weed in our rooms. So I put my <laughs> chair beside the window and packed all my oh, I fucking- Yeah, I remember this one too. Yeah. Bowl. I was like, oh, I'm going to get lit. Fucking blew it at the window. I woke up on the floor with my pipe on shit on the ground. I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, yeah, I passed the, out. Only the, my head. only the finest. Wow. Oh, those <laughs> are great. <laughs> We're really like uh, four times in my life I've just passed out and hit my yeah. head. There's another one I can think of, but I feel like I'll spare the listeners. We're uh, we're uh, we're really crossing frontiers here, diving deep into our psychologies, figuring out what fucking the fuck is wrong with the hell, man. No wonder I'm the way I am. I watched <sighs> South Park. I fucking God. smoked weed. I passed Slam out and hit my head, head off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is episode three of the fucking A podcast. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thanks for listening to a couple of apparently brain damaged. Uh, idiots ramble about the going on of the world dude. making sense of all that is going on um crazy and otherwise uh although most of it is crazy uh follow us on on twitter and instagram at fucking a podcast that's f-u-c-k-i-n-e-h we like to keep the spelling weird so that you have a hard time finding it uh, also email us yeah of course because as, as you just discovered we're we're you know the highest of intellect fuck man <laughs> uh make sure you email us if you have any uh uh gun if you have any gun information that you need to educate me on uh and also if again if you still have any of those mcdonald's coupons we are always taking your mcdonald's coupons at fn f-n-e-h podcast at gmail.com uh if you like the show tell a friend uh rate us review us on whatever app you so choose uh, and also vote for us on the podcast magazine's top 50 list because we're going we're gonna to bust into that motherfucker like they didn't even see that shit coming. They're going to wonder where we came from. It's going to disrupt their day. Vote or die, motherfucker. Vote or die. Vote or die, motherfucker. fans. I'm giving our jobs. I'm sketching up plans. Police, they beat me. We storm the same streets. We storm the same block. Don't stop till we free. I think it was possible. Till we accomplished it. Now we accomplices. 
Now we out popping shit. I'm getting money. The kids getting money. I'm dropping racks and racks in church on a Sunday. I get it back to back. Go to work on a Monday. Why don't I track suit? Cause you know who run it. We was hungover. South Beach was too sunny. Yo, we out in Joburg. No sleepers, we clubbing. Catch me out in Europe with my black skin. Fighting for freedom, my nigga. Ain't no more asking. Judge ain't never forget him for when it was trapped. In. in that pussy wet like a dolphin. Baby, I'm a king, I'm a god of thug. My verses will live if I die from slugs. That shit is power, man, that shit is love. No, you cannot buy that from no fucking club. I'ma baptize niggas, let's get baptized. I'ma baptize niggas, let's get baptized. About to baptize niggas, let's yeah. get baptized. I'ma uh. baptize niggas, let's yeah. get baptized. She said it's cold inside that water, made her nipples hard. That's that liquor talking, sipping gin and reading a book of Genesis just before in the beginning and shit. Pride, lies, deceit, blah, blah, sinning and shit. Adam and Eve, dumbass, apple eating, thumbass. Hit the gas and hit the gas. At the sex fifth with a religious sect to grab gifts. How you get money and act as if poverty's past tense?